Welcome to Write Your Book in a Flash with Dan Janelle, the only podcast where you'll learn how successful people just like you have grown their businesses, expanded their influence, and made more money by writing a book. On each episode, you'll learn the inside secrets to help you create a book that can serve as a powerful marketing tool to skyrocket your business. I'm your host, Dan Janelle. I help thought leaders, business executives, and entrepreneurs write their books. To find out more, go to writeyourbookinaflash.com. I'm delighted to welcome today's guest, Paul Mooring. How are you, Paul? I'm doing great. Thank you. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Paul, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about you and your journey? Sure. So uh, my journey starts in Minnesota, and since we were talking about that, I thought I'd better start there. Grew up in a small town outside of Minneapolis, went to Moorhead State, made my way down to the warm country because I got tired of shoveling snow. So I live in Arizona now. Great. And tell us what you do for a living. Sure. I'm a business coach and I help people get their businesses off the ground. So startups and then several business owners or businesses get to a point where they're stuck on a plateau and we help them reawaken growth in those instances as well. Fantastic. And you just wrote a book. Tell us about it. What's the name of it? Yeah, the book is is called Get Squared. And um, before I jumped into full-time coaching, I trained and supported agency owners in the insurance industry. And one of the things that I found when I would do my goal setting with them is that um, none of them were setting goals in personal areas of their lives. And what I found is that if they did a good job of setting business goals, they'd become a workaholic and then mess up all the other areas of their lives. So we, we developed this get squared process where they set goals in four different quadrants of their life, promoting better balance. And then they do better all around because they're happy at home. They're happy in their personal lives and they're, they're happy in their spiritual and work lives as well. Fantastic. What a great idea. So I guess that's why uh, this book is different from other sales books and other goal books. Is that correct? Yeah. And, you know, it came about because when I would go out to the business owners that I would work with, I would feel like I could just as well be saying, what are you going to do for me this year? Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or maybe even better than that, what have you done for me lately? And I just started thinking to myself, there's got to be a better way. And this way kind of tied all those things together. Great. And what do you want the book to do for your business? For my business is just get me some exposure. Um, I love coaching people. And it was the part of my old position that I liked the most. However, I didn't get as much time to do that with all the other demands. So now I can get out and actually coach business owners and not be looking at my watch and saying, oh, my gosh, I got to get back on this next conference call or I've got to do this next duty. So um, it's really nice to be able to focus on coaching and helping agents. And the more um, people are exposed to that book or some of our processes, I think the more, uh, the more people will get the opportunity to work with. Cool. Um, now, did you, you wrote the book yourself. Uh, tell us about your writing process because you're not a writing professional. How did you find the time? What did you learn about writing that you didn't know when you started? Well, that's a that's such a great question because I have had titles of books set out, uh, outlines written for about 15 years. The first time I, I heard of a fellow associate writing a book, I was envious and said, I've got to do that. Well, that was probably 15 years before I actually did it. The problem was that it wasn't a high enough priority on my list to get it done. 
So what I would do is I would write while I was on a plane traveling someplace. And inevitably, I would have been up late the night before. So five, 10 minutes into writing, I'd fall asleep on the plane and then I'd arrive and then the cell phone would wake up and I'd be uh, pulled away again. So what I found with the process, once I made the transition into coaching, I thought to myself, all right, you've been talking about getting a book done forever. You need to do it now. And I just made it a priority and cut out time to do so. And it was interesting because I cut out time during the week. And then on Saturdays, um, most Saturdays, I would be able to golf. So instead of just going to golf, if I had an 8 o'clock tea time, show up at 7 o'clock to start warming up, I would go someplace at 530 write for an hour and a half. And then I would say to myself, you deserve to golf now <laughs> because you've, you've spent some time writing your book. And then it just got me in the habit of, of doing it. And I, I would find another minute or an hour to go through it here and there. And, and pretty soon um, I had a book written. Fantastic. Um, and then you decided to hire a copy editor to work with you. Tell us about that process. Yeah, so Nina Durfee was my editor, and she just did an awesome job. And there's there's things, if you read your book 15 times, you're going to miss some typos because, first of all, you wrote it yourself, and you might have put the word in the wrong tense or something like that. Um, the, the editor will pick up those things and make you look professional. We had discussions about two spaces after a period <laughs> or one space. <laughs> she she had to go in and, and uh, have me correct all of those. But she gets your, you know, a, a modern editor will get your writing up to style so that you don't look foolish uh, on your pages. So she did a really nice job of organizing that and giving me tips and, and tricks to help me uh, moving forward as well. Cool. You mentioned a couple of uh, tips there uh, in terms of the tenses and the typos. Um, any other things that she spotted that you that our listeners could look out for? Sentence structure. So when you write a sentence, it makes perfectly good sense coming out of your mouth, but it may not make sense to the readers. And she would pull and find things like that. And I would read it over and say to myself, well, why didn't I think of that the first time? <laughs> because it seems so obvious. But um, until somebody with the right eye can go through that and pick those things out, it really makes a difference. I will, I'll tell you, I don't think I'm like a lot of people, but I'm like some people because I've mentioned this. When I read a book and in the first chapter there are seven typos, I'm not very interested in moving forward. It's a weird thing. I suppose not everybody has that issue. But um, if your book doesn't look professional, it's, you're going to turn off readers early on. So it's definitely worth having an editor get involved. In it. And especially when, I mean, I would, I looked through my book before I sent it to the editor and in my mind, I was like, I bet she finds two or three things. Uh, no, <laughs> it was a list pretty, that was pretty extensive that I, I remember saying to myself, yeah, uh, I'm glad I hired that editor. Yeah, I, I do that. With, I do some of that with my clients too. I don't do the actual copy editing, but I send them to a software program called Pro Writing Aid. And it does some of the same things that human editors do, but I would never trust software alone, but it would save the copy editor a lot of time. So I remember sending, uh, suggesting one of my clients use this program, which is, it's dirt cheap, pro writing aid. Uh, and it spots things like tenses and verb, subject verb coordination, and whether you use words too often like just or so or words that don't add anything, too many adverbs and whatever. It's really quite extensive. Um, and a week or two later, I 
I spoke to my client. I said, how's it going? He said, well, I spent a whole week going through their recommendations. And I really do mean a whole week because there were a thousand, and I mean literally a thousand things to change. And, you know, I said, yeah, that's about right. Because even with my writing, I see it because as you, as you pointed out so totally correctly, you don't see your own errors. Uh, You just Mm -hmm. don't because your mind thinks it sees what it wants to see. And if I have a typo in my book or a press release, chances are it's going to be in the first sentence or in the first word. (laughs) So we need that, uh, that, that extra set of eyes to help us. So uh, you did, you did the wise thing there. Uh, Do you have any tips on how to work effectively with a copy editor? (laughs) Well, Find a good one, first of all, and don't ignore that step. But also, I think it's not worth arguing about. I remember when we started out, and it was playful arguing, uh, by the way, but um, when we first started out, she said, you know, you're using way too many exclamation points. And I said, yeah, but I'm excited about that point. She said, exclamation points to the level that you're using them is juvenile. <laughs> and I remember thinking, so, okay. So then as I finished up my writing, I had taken out probably half of my exclamation points and she took out another 50% of that. So yeah. Um, you know, just listen to them because once the book came out and I started reading through, it was kind of interesting because it's out of body is not the right way to look at it. But as I was reading the book, I said to myself, Oh my God, I mean, this sounds pretty good. I mean, and, uh, and it was because of some of these little edits that she made. It almost felt like I wasn't reading my own book because of the, uh, I don't know, the, the professionalism that uh, she introduced and, and uh, fixed up into the book. So that was pretty neat. Fantastic. What a great recommendation. Um, how are you, now that you have your book out, how are you going to use it in your marketing? Well, it's interesting. I was having a meeting with my staff person this this morning to talk about it because um, once the initial thrill is over with, oh, my gosh, I'm a published author and friends are reaching out asking me for a signed book and all that fun stuff, then you have to go to work and make it work for you. So we plan on, um, well, first of all, we use that step, the get squared process, as the first step in our our new coaching clients um, visit. So we help them get squared up to start out our coaching relationship. So we'll use it there. Um, we'll use it in for opportunities to get in and speak to groups, whether it be by Zoom or in person. Um, one of the things that I really enjoy is is working with a, a group of people and giving presentations. I've never been real nervous about that. Well, I suppose I was at the beginning, but I've probably given 3,000 presentations over my my uh, career plus sales builders and all these other things. So I like getting in front of a group and I think that book will open some doors because we can take them through the get squared process. And it's, it's interesting, the ahas that we get out of people. And it's, um, it, uh, it feels pretty deep when you listen to maybe a customer service rep who goes through the get squared process and has a learning from it that normally you would expect. So it's, um, it's pretty rewarding to use it. And, and get it out there in front of people. Fantastic. Um, as we close up, uh, tell us who your perfect client is and how they can get in touch with you. Great. Well, our perfect client is anybody that's in that startup. They're trying to get started up and they thought they were going to be able to handle it on their own and maybe they just need a little bit of help. And then those folks that are that are growing, doing well, but they want to get up 
off of the plateau that they're stuck on. So we work with entrepreneurs. We work with business leaders. Sometimes businesses will bring us in for the sales training. Sometimes it's the positive attitude, motivation type of a thing. But uh, we're available for all of those um, all of those engagements. Our website is pretty easy. It's www.spaulmooring.com. And my email is paul at spaulmooring.com. So if you can figure out how to spell the last name, you'll find your find your way to me. Uh, but that's the best way to get in touch with us. And we'll have your correct spelling in, uh, in the show notes with a link to your website. So <laughs> just look at the webpage and you'll be able to get in touch with Paul. Paul, thank you very much for being our guest today and sharing such great information. Thank you. I appreciate it, Dan. Thanks for listening to Write Your Book in a Flash with Dan Janelle, the only podcast that shows you exactly how people just like you have built their businesses by writing a book. If you'd like to write your book but don't know where to start, you can find great information at writeyourbookinaflash.com. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week with another insightful interview to help you become a top business leader.